Hello and welcome to another edition of the Golden Nugget. I am your host Rob Gold and tonight we will be discussing the latest results of the Premier League. Also on the show tonight we will have FA Cup fourth round this coming weekend along with predictions for the Premier League this a week this well, that's coming Tuesday, should I say, and Wednesday, and there's action on Thursday as well. So to kick things off, we will be looking back at last weekend's results and predictions that were obviously done as well. So obviously going for from the week before, where we had five games that were played because of obviously the break that they had in the Premier League. So we had Burnley versus Luton. Chelsea versus Fulham, Newcastle versus Man City, Everton versus Aston Villa, Manchester United versus Tottenham, which I talked about uh, on the last episode. This week we had Arsenal versus Palace, Brentford versus Nottingham Forest, Sheffield United versus West Ham, Bournemouth versus Liverpool, and Brighton versus Wolverhampton Wanderers. So without further ado, I will be kicking off with the results from the weekend's game kicking off between Arsenal and Crystal Palace. Now this one, I didn't think that the result would be as big as this. I thought Arsenal would go on to win the game comfortable, um, but wasn't expecting them to win by as many as five goals to go, which they did. Um, Arsenal won the game five goals to go. Moving on swiftly to the Brentford and Nottingham Forest game where Brentford and Ivan Tony on his return to Premier League action after the ban that he received um, scored what people would say is a controversial goal. However, now nine times out of ten you always see a player moving the ball, you know, slightly. From its from its actual spot when it's a free, when a free kick's taken, and that do you know what I mean? So, but this was slightly different because he did actually move some of the actual the foam that was used, the vanishing foam thing that was used, and he moved slightly some of that, but he also moved it to where the he he placed the ball, um, and because where the wall was standing, the wall didn't move, it didn't move with. Ivan Tony as he was moving, and it wasn't pointed out by, as I say, any of the the Forest players at the time. And the free kick was took, and it was in find the bottom corner of the net. But that was one of the total points of the game. As I say, the match did finish uh, three goals to two to Brentford. The Brentford picking up the three points. Then we move on to Sheffield United versus West Ham. Now, as I say, obviously I predicted the Arsenal game to be an Arsenal win. Brentford and their Brentford win, and this one was predicted a draw, which it ended up being two goals apiece between Sheffield United and West Ham United. Then we move on to Bournemouth versus Liverpool. This is, I say, obviously the first match that Liverpool have had without Mohamed Salah in the Premier League, um, because obviously he was away to the African Cup of Nations, um, which, as I say, he has picked up a slight injury. Um, which could rule, rule them out for a few weeks and that. 
but it should be back in time I would imagine between the end of February and start of March but people are questioning whether Liverpool would miss Mohamed Salah but against Bournemouth they didn't Bournemouth in the first half it was a you know pretty sluggish sort of game though there was a big talking point in the game as well um which i will bring up as well because Bournemouth Clivert had made a really really bad tackle on Luis Diaz which i thought should have been a straight red card he went over the top of the ball and it caught Luis Diaz's leg very late very dangerous very reckless did VAR do anything? Not one thing. Not one thing. They didn't even look at it. The referee didn't even call it as a free kick because obviously in real time it was hard to, to tell what had actually happened. But when you're seeing it on the replays back, it was absolute reckless. How the VAR didn't look at that and go, yeah, it should have been a red card. So not just was he lucky to stay on the pitch but he was lucky not to be gone with three game ban now that being said Luis Diaz was fine after that he was able to continue and Liverpool did take the lead in the second half and Darwin Nunes scored a beautiful goal into the bottom corner uh, past the keeper after some nice teamwork and then we had the introduction of Diego Jota um, as well from from the bench and he gave Liverpool that we sorry Cody Gakko was right he gave that little bit of burst that Liverpool needed and Jota made it too so Jota scored twice Nunes scored twice and it finished Bournemouth 0 Liverpool 4 and Liverpool do remain still five points clear at the top of the table. Though Man City do have a game in hand as well. And they remain in second place as well. Going into the next game, which is the final game of the last batch of Premier League matches. Sees Brighton versus Wolves, which I predicted a draw. Which it finished a draw. It finished knowledge. So, in total, out of those predictions between the two weeks... So the first set of predictions were, I got two out of five, which was not great. Then this week's ones were five out of five, which was better. So on total, seven out of 10, which is above average. Well, well built, it's well above average, but sometimes there's certain matches that might be harder to pick than others, but that's what it is. That's football, it's Premier League, that's what it's all about. So then we move on to predicting for predictions for the Premier League for the round of matches that start next Tuesday, continue with matches on Wednesday and on Thursday as well. Kicking off with Nottingham Forest versus Arsenal. Now this one you would think is a straight up three point game for Arsenal. But however, Forest I thought were unlucky against Brentford away. This one, they're at home, 
you would think, okay, they're not great play really playing really well at the minute or nothing like that. Whereas Arsenal are kind of flying a wee bit. But I can see Forrest getting something in this match. But I can't see them winning it. I can see Arsenal winning it more than Forrest. But I'm going to go with my gut and go with a draw to this game. Then we have, now the only thing about that is, is the fact that obviously Arsenal were knocked out of the FA Cup. Obviously Liverpool put them out. Um, and Nottingham Forest, I think, I'm not sure if they're actually still in the FA Cup actually themselves or not. Um, but anyway, Arsenal have a free week if they're not if they're with them by the the FA Cup. And if Forest are out of the FA Cup, then they also have a free week as well to train and things like that for that game. Then we move on to Fulham versus Everton. Again, this one is a lot trickier to, to call because Everton on their day away from home against Fulham, smaller smaller sort of, you know, smaller pitch to work on. It's not, you know, too difficult to really beat a team like Fulham. But Fulham have actually been playing well and that. So I can see Fulham taking the three points in this game. Then we move on to Luton versus Brighton. Again, a game that is again really tight to call. Luton, their home form, you know, performance-wise hasn't been bad. Some of the results are have been unfortunate and that. However, Brighton again away from home against Luton. This could be a tricky game for Brighton. But I believe Brighton have the tools to master this match. And I think Brighton will, will walk away with the three points. Then we move on to Crystal Palace versus Sheffield United. This is a game that both teams need to win. And both teams cannot afford to lose. So that is why I'm predicting this one is going to be a draw. Then we move on to Aston Villa versus Newcastle. Again, another tough game to call. Aston Villa's home form has been really, really good. Newcastle away from home. Again, they're not really hitting all on all cylinders away from home. But you just never know when Newcastle sometimes, you know, it just depends on which Newcastle turned up. So for this one, I have predicted a home win for Aston Villa. Then we move on to Spurs versus Brentford. This one again, tricky to call. But I think because of Brentford's obviously, you know, Ivan Tony's back now and that and he's back amongst the goals, it's gonna give Brentford a bit of a different edge compared to previous matches. But with that being said, I think Spurs the only problem is you know Spurs are lacking in goals. You know, they're not really scoring as many goals as what they would what as what they used to score. You know, is that because they're missing the likes of Harry Kane? You know, and things like that. You know, that, that's what you you know you have to wonder with Spurs this season. But I still think Spurs have enough in the tank to do it. I ha I did write down prediction for Spurs to win, but I'm going to change that. Actually, I'm going to change this to a draw because I just think the Brent with Ivan Tony back into play. I think. You know, he has a huge part to play in Brentford's season. 
Then we move on to Man City versus Burnley. So this is Manchester City against Vincent Company's Burnley. Um, I can't see how Man City cannot win this match. I'll be shocked if Burnley gets something from this. So well, I really will be. I would love it. There's no question about that. I would love it if Burnley got something here against Manchester City. But I can only see one winner in this, and that says Manchester City. Then we move on to Liverpool versus Chelsea at Anfield. I'd say Liverpool form one of the most formed teams in the Premier League. Have only lost once in the Premier League this season, as we as we've talked about. Um, Chelsea again, their form has been so inconsistent um, recently. Um, obviously, these two meet actually now in the Carabao Cup final as well at Wembley. In what what is it going to be? It's going to be a few weeks' time, give or take. Um, but these two meet in the Premier League on next Wednesday evening. So when this goes out, as I say later tonight, as I say, it'll be next Wednesday whenever they play each other. But I'm predicting, as always, a Liverpool win. And I'm not just saying a Liverpool win because of the fact that I support Liverpool. I do believe that Liverpool have, you know, they have, to me, they have better players than what Chelsea do. And there's no disrespect to Chelsea. I just think that, you know, the money that Chelsea has spent this season and that, you know, on the players that they've brought in, they just haven't seemed to be able to click yet. People say, like, oh, but when they click, they'll, you know, they'll be unstoppable and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, they've had quite a few games now, you know, where they've got had these players kind of, like, you know, fit and ready and raring to go. And, you know, people say, like, oh, but it takes, you know, a good season or so to get used to it. It's like, it shouldn't really. When you are when you train with these players, you know, week in, week out, and then, you you know, you're in the first team with them type of thing and that, you know, you shouldn't have any excuses to make. I mean, there's, there was... Like said, Darwin Nunes, you know, last season comes into the Liverpool team, done not too badly considering like his first season. Though people still thought like you know, oh, he's he's poor, poor, poor last year. And even this season, this you know, the stats have actually been good, and that. But people are still like you know, because of the money that Liverpool paid them. But you look at the money that people, you know, the teams have played, you know, paid for other players more than more than Nunes, and yet have hardly done anything at all for their club. Do you know what I mean? They've hardly had, had the figures compared to what you know what Nunes has, and yet, you know, teams were paying more. Um, but yeah, so I think that's why as I say Liverpool. I think will be better because they're they're a well better. They're a better oiled team than what Chelsea are, I think, and uh, and Chelsea relied sometimes too much on certain players to get them out of jail. And when they're not ready and fit and playing, then yeah, like I say, I can only just see I can only see one winner in that sort of thing. Moving on to West Ham versus Bournemouth again, close enough match um, to go into this one. Um, West Ham at home usually you're good, uh, but Bournemouth obviously coming off the back of the four nil defeat from Liverpool, um, which was at home, that was at Bournemouth. Um, Again, it's really close to call, but I would go with West Ham to take the three points out of this. Um, I would have said a draw, but I just think West Ham are just stronger at home than Bournemouth would be away from home. That's the only reason why I say West Ham get the three points. Then we move on to the final game, which is Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Manchester United. 
and to me the, it's not often unless it's a bigger team that I would say this for the fact that I can only see one team winning this and that's Wolves Wolves at home against Manchester United I think will will do them I really do and, I, and I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if they do because Because they are a good team, Wolves. You know, United, don't get me wrong, have got good players, but their manager and the management style just does not seem to be working. They can try as hard as they want to try and get somewhere with them, but there just doesn't seem to be anywhere he's going. He's taken, he, in my opinion, he's taken the team backwards. And that's not where you want to go. Because in his first, in the first sort of like you know twelve to thirteen games, he hadn't like drawn a match. It was either a win or a loss. It was never a draw until the face the Hill was the only team that actually drew against them. And that is why I'm going with this one for a Wolves win. Now, that is the Premier League for next week. Now, we do have FA Cup action this weekend as well. And we have got quite a few all Premier League matches as well. Um, so these are the highlighted fixtures with out predictions and stuff because we're just going over the fixtures. But for, for the fun of it, I will go over predictions as well for this just quickly. So Chelsea versus Aston Villa. So Chelsea versus Aston Villa. Depending on how strongly Chelsea want to go for a cup, I can see Chelsea putting out a really strong team here against Aston Villa. And again, Aston Villa likewise. Aston Villa, they sh in a way they could be thinking about you know keeping like you know their stronger team available for their Premier League campaign because they're sitting in a really good position right now in the Premier League where they could actually like you know potentially get a Champions League spot so would you rather sacrifice going out of the FA Cup to get a Champions League spot for the following season because the money that would be involved with the Champions League you know getting into it for a team like Aston Villa would be huge but But at the same time, silverware is really important for a club and their history. So I can't see this going either way. I can see it going. I can see it being a draw, and then obviously it'd be forced to go into a replay. But if I was to pick any of the two teams that would go through from the fourth round into the next round from those two teams, and if a replay had to be involved, I would go for Aston Villa over the over two. So if if it finished a draw and then Aston Villa had to play them again, that's what I would do. 
So I would go for an away win, potentially. And then obviously if it's a replay, it's going to be a home win for Aston Villa, but it's an Aston Villa win. Spurs versus Man City. At Spurs' ground. Again, FA Cup, again, you just don't know what kind of team Pep will put out for this FA Cup because he'll want to concentrate in the Premier League. He'll not want to risk big players against Spurs in an FA Cup match. I mean, if they go out, if they go out, they go out. And that's just it. That's not the way football is. Do you know what I mean? Um, Man City fans will be like, would probably, some of them will probably be disappointed if they go out, but because then it will be another cup that they've lost. And that, to because of, because then there'll be a new winner of the competition, but well, you know, for that season. Um, but I could see Spurs doing it, I really can. So I will go for the Spurs win. Then we have Everton versus Luton again. I would honestly go for this one as being an Everton win. I think Everton. I would, but I wouldn't. It wouldn't put it past me for Luton to pick up the win here. But Everton, I think, in the FA Cup, they'll want the good wee run going uh, to help them and their fans. Then we have Fulham versus Newcastle again. Fulham, you know, after the disappointment of you know losing the semi-final in the League Cup to Liverpool over, over two legs. You know, will that disappointment roll into the game against Newcastle? You know, will their heads be down and that, you know, from that? Because they were quite close in getting getting more out of that game. But Newcastle, however, FA Cup. Why not? You know, Newcastle need a trophy. Newcastle want a trophy. This will be the one chance that they can get to get it their hands on silverware, and it would be the, the best chance they get. Um, so I would go for a Newcastle win, but again, I wouldn't put it past me if Fulham won this match either. Sheffield United versus Brighton again, both Brighton in the Premier League. Brighton are sort of more, but you know, a good bit above them. And as I said, obviously fighting for Premier League survival as well. But this being the FA Cup, you know, will Sheffield United sort of you know put aside, you know, the whole Premier League thing and put out a, a good strong team, you know, to face Brighton, uh, which I think it will. So that is why I think this one will be a home win. Then we move on to West Brom versus Wolves. This one I think will go for a Wolves win. Then we have Liverpool versus Norwich, which is pretty much, is a, to me, it's a home banker. Liverpool win there for that one, for home win. Then we have Newport versus Manchester United. Could a giant killing happen in the fourth round of the FA Cup? Can Newport knock out Manchester United? If they got an early goal, if Newport got an early goal, not only would it settle nerves down, but it would put 
than Urza Manchester United to get back in the game quickly. Because the longer it stays at 1-0, the more the, the home fans of, of Newport would be on their feet, getting the players you know, more hyped up than what they already are. So I am actually going to go, I'm going to go with my heart on this one. I think Newport could do it. But my head said Manchester United because obviously Manchester United, you know, bigger team, better players. But sometimes that always doesn't win your matches. But folks, that does conclude the football portion of the Rob Golden Nugget chat. We then move on to some wrestling chat as well. So obviously, you know, we did talk about, you know, how, you know, obviously we've got the Royal Rumble coming up. Uh, the WWE Royal Rumble coming up this weekend, not this Saturday, um, on the WWE Network. And we did have some breaking news as well this week that WWE had announced with from TKO, they are announcing that as of, January 2025 that all WWE programming will be moving over to Netflix. Now, if you are subscribed to Netflix and you have the ad-free version, then it means then when you're watching the likes of Raw and things like that on it, that you will not get the ads that come through. Then you'll also get, as far as I'm aware, You'll also get the premium live events that, are, that show up as well. But the question that I would like to know from it all is what happens with the network? Because if you're paying $9.99 for the network and that where you're getting literally everything, bar the likes of Raw Live and SmackDown Live, you know, you're not getting it. You know what I mean? And you've only just recently gotten it. NXT you know put on as being live you know for people in the uk and things like that so what happens to like to that you know to the WWE network <laughs> do you know like because people will be wanting to ask that question it's like you know if i've signed up to the network obviously you can cancel at any time and what have you but at the same time it's like you know, you've got so much, you know, on each of the channels and things like that, you know, for the network and stuff like that, for their programming. So it's kind of like, you know, well, what's what, you know, kind of thing in that. But it will be interesting to see what happens from there. And like I say, obviously, Royal Rumble coming up. So we are on the road in the WWE to WrestleMania. And the reason why I said we're on the road to in the WWE WrestleMania is because we're also on the road to Scrapper Mania for OTT, which is over the top wrestling as well. I will talk a wee bit about that, but I'm not going to talk too much about that because there is other things to discuss with that as well. Plus, I don't want to give too much away with it because of obviously with who won and things like that and who's going to be going and what set could be set up for it. We can talk about that a wee bit. But first things first, WWE Royal Rumble this Saturday on the, on the WWE Network. So you've obviously got CM Punk going to be in the Rumble match. You've got 
the Fatal 4-Way for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship between Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and L.A. Knight. Yeah. Which will be an intriguing match to watch itself. I'm really looking forward to see the dynamic of that match to see who comes out on top. Will it be the head of the table? Roman Reigns. Many people think it will be because because of the way it's set up as well. You know. You know, will will The Rock have a role to play in this in this WrestleMania, or sorry, in this Royal Rumble? You know, as in, you know, will he interfere in the match? It's a fatal four way. It's no disqualification. Anything can happen. You know, we also heard. You know, obviously they're talking about the Royal Rumble match itself. You know, you heard, and um, if you don't, if you didn't watch Raw on Monday night, that. Hulk Hogan was kind of doing like a like a, a video type thing for it, and he talked about you know the possibility of maybe himself being in the Rumble match. But would you people like to see Hulk Hogan in the Royal Rumble match as a return? Personally, I wouldn't, because in my mind you need to get yes, big pop all that because of the name the name Hulk Hogan runs everywhere, but. To me, it's, it's taking a spot away from someone who's deserving of it. Someone who's been fighting and climbing their way towards the top. So if you're going to give that spot to someone like Hulk Hogan, yes, the shock factor of him coming back at the Rumble, yeah, yeah, that could actually be big. But why take that? And then use it on someone else who could be, you know, make making their first Royal Rumble debut, and that or making their big debut, and you know, okay, maybe not winning it, but doing well in it enough just for people to you know, for people to see who who they are and what they are capable of in the ring as well. And so yes, so while so my prediction for the Royal Rumble, so I have got a list of numbers. Now obviously we won't know the numbers until obviously the actual you know until Saturday. So the numbers that I drew for the rumble match itself were 16 26 20 14 3 and 9 and while i'm on here i will write those numbers down so as i can remember them myself so we have 16 16 26 so obviously they're going to be later in the in the rumble match itself 20, which will be before 26, 14, 3, and 9. So five numbers, and um, drawn 
one, two, three, four, five, ten, seven, twelve. You have five numbers drawn. Three, nine, fourteen, sixteen, twenty, and twenty-six. Which are pretty reasonable numbers because anybody could get those numbers. I mean, people think that Cody's going to start off with one and go on and go on the one up. That's what people are sort of kind of suggesting that he could possibly could possibly happen for him. But that's the thing. It's like, who do I want to win the Rumble itself? It's really hard to say who I want to win the Rumble. You know, like it's anybody's game in the Royal Rumble. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's just, that's the element. The fact that like you know, there's only been so few have actually been said that they're going in, into the Rumble, and it keeps some sort of surprise spots available too as well. So. Who knows who could win the Royal Rumble? You know, and this, you know, it could, it could go a, a ton of ways. You know, they could give it to Damien Priest as a, as a surprise sort of thing. So he's got the money in the bank. Do you know what I mean? So if he has a main event spot, loses the match, and then says, like, yeah, yo, yo, I want to cash in my money in the bank. After, do you mean after he's been beat himself and then all of a sudden he actually wins it on his money in the bank? It could happen. Anything can happen in wrestling. But folks, I will talk about the local Rumble for OTT's event where they had 30 entrants, not single superstars, but 30 entrants into the local Rumble event itself so it started off so basically the rules were that basically and you know every entry came in 90 seconds and not into the rumble event itself obviously you had starting off with one and two who just so happened to be omari and man like derice who obviously represent the O. One, two, one. Oh, one, two, one. And so they sort of jotted out for a bit, but then the twist that the local rumble had. If you were in a tag team, instead of a tag team entering in as one, as like 14 and 15 as such, whatever their number was, they entered in as a duo. So if if you entered in as a tag team and you entered in second, it meant that you and your tag team partner were the second entrant into the rumble, and then you took on whoever was in the ring. But if your if you or your tag team partner won the local rumble. Then whoever was the person who threw said person over the top rope with his feet touching the floor, then they would be the crying winners of the local rumble. Now, for those who, as I say, either were at the show, obviously know the results of the show. Who those for those who have already watched it on demand have already have already seen it and things like that. So, for those who don't want to know the results of this local rumble, you can 
pause this bit of the podcast for about five minutes and I will delve into some of the results from the local Rumble match and also the surrounding matches that were on the card as well. So without further ado, I will show you something as well, folks. This is for those on the YouTube portion of the podcast. So this is something that I got delivered because I am, I am collecting um, independent wrestling belts. So before I start into this match, I will show you this is the belt. So folks, this beautiful OTT World Heavyweight Championship was on the line between the snake the leader of the draw, Sammy D, defending his OTT World Heavyweight Championship. And he was defending the OTT Championship against a member of Subculture, who just happened to be Flash Morgan Webster. You see, originally he was supposed to face Trent Seven, but Trent Seven had to pull out of the show. For reasons unknown but that match has been now rescheduled for the gap party which is on the 1st of march in wolverham where sammy d the snake will be defending the ott world heavyweight championship against trent seven and i can only see one winner in that because the snake and the draw run o t t But not just that, because you're also leading into Scrapper Mania season as well. And with that being said, you do have the main event. So if Sammy D retains his championship, it will be Sammy D versus the winner of the local Rumble match, who happened to be be cool. Now, was I happy with the result of that match? Yes and no. Because I love Be cool. I really do. I really love him. I think he's brilliant. He's absolutely hilarious. He's great in the ring. He's at what he does. But they actually throw Jay over the top rope and eliminate your own partner. just shows you this kind of the, the kind of twist like that like did i see that coming honestly no because of the way it was done and that it was a bit of a you know what have i done kind of moment but because it was like you know something i want to get this spot i want to take this spot i want to be the one who's going to be an event scrapper mania and i want the challenge the OTT World Heavyweight Championship, which Be Cool will do in just over around about two months' time. But will Be Cool take this off, Sammy D? Only time will tell. But the dynamic of things can so change so quickly.
was a really beautiful championship books, I've got to say. One of the best. One of the best. And so, with that being said, so that's the OTT local rumble. Now, obviously, people who were at the show were obviously given it, you know, they were still vibing from it, you know, after the show and that, and talking about it after the show, and, you know, even, like, you know, whether it was on podcasts or whether it was just friends and stuff like that. But the fact that there are so many people talking about it now, that it gives it that extra edge, an extra sort of kind of motivation for the owner of OTT, which is uh, Mr. Joe Cabret, to potentially, you know, run another one, um, or or run it annually, and that, um, because, for one, it makes sense. Two, the fans loved it, and it just made a really fun to be a part of, you know, and watch. Now, people have asked, you know, if they're going to do it, will it be in a bigger venue? That's the question. That's the big question. So that's the two big questions and that. Will they run another Royal, you know, Royal Rumble style event? And will it be in a bigger venue? Well, like, say, the National Stadium. Because usually they do run around about two to three stadium shows a year, potentially. You've got Scrapper Mania and the anniversary. So if you were to throw in the likes of, say, Local Rumble, then you've got your, you know, your your, your big three kind of shows. Obviously, you've got WrestleRama, um, which they done in September, September of last year, and they done at a different venue, which was nice. But it will be interesting to see, you know, going forward this year, because obviously going forward this year and then in, in the next year, you know, the weather they'll announce that. Now, obviously, they know they could, they could see that it works. You know, so people will be saying, okay, so it works. Um, obviously, you know, you do get sometimes, you know, you might get a battle royal for for certain championships and things like that as well, or for certain spots and things like that. But it was just nice to have it like a like a Royal Rumble event kind of feel, you know, sort of type of thing. And that um, it was nice to see it done differently, and um, than just your plain like you know. 30 man or 30 person, you know, over the top rope kind of, you know, match. But one thing I thought they could have done, this maybe should have done slightly better. So obviously OTT have a GN championship and Celine was the champion going into the event. Then BDE, which is JB, Dirty Nicky and Bittersweet Josh. Went to Joker Brain and said basically, we want the GN Championship under 24 hour rules during the local Rumble event. And so we thought that, you know, some of us thought, you know, fans thought that, you know, what way is this going to work? Is it going to work the fact that, you know, you're going to have the GN Championship on the line throughout the whole Rumble event? Is it going to be defended in a Rumble match, you know, and, you know, in the Rumble match as well, where, you know, said Superstar can get rolled up, you know, Type of thing as well as a roll match going on. I think if you were going to have to do that, 
the only way that would work if it, is if you're going to have an extra set of you know an extra referee to really run that you know because you're going to have because you had two referees on the outside but if you had if you added that in there it would have taken away another one of the referees to do that so it would have so you can kind of see why they didn't do it that way but to have a referee on the spot to call pinfall and things like that while the rumble account was going was was good as well um so you can understand why they didn't do it that way but you can also understand the way they did it and why they did it and i thought it worked grand but i would love to see the gn championship be defended you know even if it's like you know very you know in, in that kind of way again you know with 24 you know seven stipulation on it um because you know, or with 24 rules on it um sort of type of thing on that and that would be good uh, but folks, let me know what your thoughts on the Royal Rumble is going to be, and that who are your predictions. And um, also for the OTT Logo Rumble as well. You know, were you happy enough with the, who won it? Were you happy enough with the matches? Obviously, there's also there's all there's other matches on on as well, but I don't want to spoil too much of it, and that because for one. I want you to all check out OTT On Demand. It's next to nothing. Basically, it's was it five ninety nine type of thing for a month, six five ninety nine or six ninety nine a month, and you get so much more than just the OTT local rumble, which is available on OTT On Demand along with other shows as well, folks, for you to check out. And you can cancel it anytime if you want, or you can just let it run. And do you know what? Let it run because there's so much there's so many matches on there there's going to be so many events during the year as well that will be uploaded onto ott on demand for you to check out and a lot of big name talent as well plus obviously the irish superstars that are on it as well and that and they're certainly big talent themselves so folks that is going to do me for today um again as always if there's anything that you, you want to discuss on the podcast and that, do let me know and I will add things into it. If there's anything that you want to chat about, send me a, a message, whether it's through the likes of Facebook, Twitter, TikTok and things like that, or Gmail as well, which all of these will be at the bottom as well on the, as I say, on the info, you know, along with Spotify and on Amazon. And it'll be also on here as well and on YouTube as well. If there's anything that you want to talk about and things like that, you know, do put them into the comment section. And as always, when it goes up on YouTube, I will say look into the comments and opinions and questions and that. And I will put polls out as well too, just to get some sort of fan feedback about, you know, as I'm, you know, like, you know, out of, out of these said superstars, who's going to win the championship? Who's going to win the Rumble match itself on Saturday? You know, who would be your final four? You know, things like that. Just for, just for fun while the Rumble's on on Saturday. So, folks, this is a golden one. Rob Gold with a very important message. For those that do, I appreciate what you do. For those that don't, you always, always need.
could acknowledge me.